Today we're going to talk about the top 14 locations to look for hidden assets for a debtor. For each one of these locations, we're also going to tell you how to look for them, where to look, and what the reason is a person might hide assets there. Be sure to click the like or subscribe button so you get more detailed description videos for each one of these locations. The first one is bank accounts, and you'll see on the screen we have an example of a bank statement. The way that people sometimes hide assets in hidden bank accounts is they'll put the address or even the name elsewhere from their main residence or from their main identification. To find a hidden assets, you're going to use things like Swift code lookups. You're going to use check verification system lookups to discover hidden bank accounts and also discover what the activity on those accounts are. You may find that there's deposits that come from a regular location that might lead to another flow of funds, another source of assets. So bank accounts is the first one. Uh, the second one you can look at is real estate. Sometimes people would quit claim a property to another name if they own real estate in their name or they own property in their name. They may do a quit claim deed to hide it in somebody else's name, to hide it in the name of trusted person, maybe a relative, maybe an attorney. And the way you're going to find that is by looking at the real estate records, not to do a title search on that property because that's only going to show you the current owner. You're going to look at historical documents and do title forensics on prior deeds to find out who previous owners were. Sometimes somebody will quit claim a property two or three times to try to put some distance between them and the new beneficial owner. Another way you can discover hidden property is by looking at who is paying the taxes and insurance on a property. If let's say Joe Schmo tries to hide an asset by quit claiming a property to Sally Smith, well, Sally Smith is not gonna pay the insurance and taxes on a property that she's just holding for somebody. So if you look to see who's paying the taxes and insurance, you can find out who the real owner is. And tax records are public. You can look in the tax assessor's records. Insurance sometimes shows up on settlement statements or on mortgage contracts. So that's a good way to find those records. The next thing we're gonna look at is corporate records. In many cases, a person will hide assets under the name of a corporation. So if you look at a corporate filing, if you notice, here's an example from Delaware, it has the submitter's information, and in most cases, it'll have officers, a president, a vice president, secretary, and those beneficial owners will be listed. Now, the name of the corporation may be public. The other names you may have to put in requests for, but if you find that a corporation has an officer of your debtor, Joe Schmo, you can find assets held by that corporation that may be subject to recovery. Another source of hidden assets is insurance policies. This is very common, especially in divorce cases and consumer cases, where an individual will prepay or overpay insurance on life insurance, maybe overpay on vehicle insurance. If they have a corporation, they might even overpay general liability insurance. And then they'll get refunds on those policies later. Sometimes they'll pay ahead many, many years. If you have a corporate insurance policy that's you know, three or 4,000 a year, if you pay 10 years in advance, you can maybe put money away where it's going to not be available to creditors. So look at insurance policies. Some of them have a cash surrender value, for example, in the case of life insurance, and that's a very common way to hide assets. And a similar overpayment is on taxes. Sometimes people will overpay their taxes to put money out of the reach of creditors. For example, if at the end of the year you owe $10,000 in taxes, but you send the IRS 200000 in taxes, you can actually prepay future years and have that money be held by the IRS so that it's not in the available 
realm of creditors. Remember, anytime you're doing asset searches, anything regarding court cases or legal operations, you want to get good advice from a qualified attorney. This is just investigative suggestions. This is not legal advice. We're not attorneys. You want to get good legal advice before you take any action. The next example of where assets are hidden, we see this quite a bit uh, lately. This is a settlement statement for real estate. So when you buy or sell a property, all of the transactions related to that property go onto this statement. There's the buyer side and the seller side, and it'll show what the sales price is, what the settlement charges are, things like taxes and prorations, and it'll say the gross amount due from the buyer. So if you're buying a property, this is how much you have to come to the table with. And that is reduced by the amount of the mortgage. If you're the seller, it'll show you what the sales price is and what you have to pay out. Maybe you have to pay commissions. At the very bottom, it'll say cash at settlement to or from the seller. So if you're selling a property, this is what you walk away from the table with. And it's after all of the things. If you have a loan on the property, if you have a second mortgage, if you have taxes due, at the bottom of the buyer side, it says cash at settlement to or from the borrower. So once you get a copy of this HUD-1 statement, you can see who walked away from this settlement with cash. And if your debtor, let's say, is the seller, you can see that at this closing, they walked away with X amount of dollars. Let's say it's $50,000. Well, you want to look to see where that money went. If you don't see a record of it going into a known bank account, you want to see from the settlement company, did they wire transfer the money somewhere? Did they give a check? Where was that check cashed? This is a good way to try to hide assets. Sometimes people will take this check, cash that settlement check, and they'll go deposit it into another bank or they'll just cash it. You know, if this check, let's say, was drawn from this, the closing agency from Wells Fargo Bank, they'll walk into Wells Fargo and get cash and hide that money. So this is a, a very good way to try to discover hidden assets. Now, another common, or I should say less common way to hide assets is to purchase a conservation easement. Sometimes a buyer will be able to put money into a conservation easement and not have this be public records. Conservation easement is something you can pay money for. You own it, it's valuable, but it's not something that's usually looked for or on the books. And there's ways of searching this depending upon the environmental agency that's holding it. But conservation easements are becoming more popular, even though they're a very small uh, portion. You want to make sure you uncover every stone. Here's something that is very controversial. This is an example of a stock issuing of a shell corporation. Sometimes people will form a shell corporation that will own other corporations or that will just be a umbrella over other assets. It's a little bit different than the direct corporate records because it's just a shell. It's a sometimes a blind shell where the records are obscured by a registered agent or other parties that may not be easily identifiable with the debtor. Many times we discover this because we'll look not just at this document, but once it's filed, there'll be a little stamp up here in the corner or on the bottom of a law firm where it's going to be sent to after it's filed. And if you look at the send to block on any document, a deed to a property or a corporate filing, sometimes you can identify the attorney and we'll often find that that attorney is associated with the debtor. The next one is a little bit of an obscure tax deduction scheme. This is number nine if you're keeping track. If you have any kind of corporate record, you can do a 199A 
tax deduction. And if you go through the method of getting these deductions, you can actually hide tens of thousands of dollars. If you look here in one example where the taxable income is $20,000, you can actually deduct $49,750. Sometimes this money will have to be recaptured at a later date. But if you structure your tax return the right way, you can get deductions initially that put money aside that maybe you have to recapture later. This is a, a very common way for debtors to try to hide assets. The next one is number 10 is retirement funds. People will put money into a 401k or an IRA or other retirement fund plans that in theory are out of reach for a creditor, but those can be searched as well. This is something that is is a scheme that many people think is going to work and they'll actually go and buy poker chips. They'll go to a casino, they'll purchase chips, they'll maybe gamble a little bit and then walk out with the chips thinking they can hide those as a physical asset. But in most cases, casinos keep records of this. They have a gaming history that'll show, here's an example from Caesars, all their casinos where this person, you know, they're have have a gambler number, what all their transactions were. So poker chips don't work. We had one debtor one time purchased a bunch of poker chips, put it in a briefcase and tried to hide the briefcase underwater, hidden, you know, in uh, a lagoon behind their house. And it was only discovered because we found the record of that person. They made it easier because they used their player's card to buy the chips so they could get a free steak dinner. And it was easy to discover that way from the poker chips. And remember, whenever you're searching for assets, you want to look at all the different asset classes. Another very common one is vehicles. Somebody can take a vehicle title and put it in another name. One thing that is a very common element from all states, it's hard to see on this example, but the back of a title has places where somebody has to sign. So anytime a title is transferred, there's a signature, that old document is retained and there are title records that can pull that up at a later date so you can find out who signed the title over to somebody else. Similar record is a vessel. This is a US Coast Guard Certificate of Documentation. If you have a vessel that you want, don't wanna register with the state, let's say if you live in Florida and you have a, a, a vessel you wanna try to hide from registration, you can make it a Coast Guard documented vessel, document with the Coast Guard. The records are a little bit more obscured, but they can be searched and find that that vessel is being hidden. The last one is very, very common. It's what's called delayed income. We have many, many clients who find that their debtor has talked to their employer or worked with their employer or even done it suspiciously to delay their income. If they have bonuses, if they have commissions, if they have raises or any type of profit sharing, they'll work with their employer to delay that to at a later date. They'll say, look, all my bonuses, commissions, you know, let's put that on pause for a few years and they'll build up a balance with their employer. And in the meantime, they'll draw down their savings. They'll pay their bills from whatever cash is left over. And sometimes they can even make it look like they're, they're losing money. They're spending more than they're making. And then the settlement agreements or spousal maintenance or other agreements don't have as much monthly payments. Even things like garnishments only pertain to a certain percentage of income or there's a minimal amount of income that a person needs to get. So by hiding income, the garnishments can be reduced. And then later on, they'll have a windfall of all this money. So you wanna check with the employer to make sure there's no accrued payments that are happening with that employer. One thing you notice is not in the list, and by the way, that was all 14 of the hidden methods, is Bitcoin. Even though you might think, well, people are hiding money in Bitcoin, it's a cryptocurrency, 
Most debtors that we have seen that are trying to hide money do not put money in Bitcoin. The reason why is because they don't trust the paper trail. If they're already suspicious about the court process or the lawsuit process or the, the creditor process, they're not going to trust something not tangible. They want to know that something is in their name. They can see the statement. They can verify it. So many do not trust Bitcoin. Some debtors will put money into Bitcoin. There's always a paper trail of that money going in, even though it's when it's in cryptocurrency, it's anonymous. The money going in has a paper trail. So it's not the be all end all money hiding method that people think it is. Those are the top 14 ways to look for hidden assets. And as an investigative agency, we have methods to look for all of those. Even Bitcoin, if somebody puts money into cryptocurrency, there's methods to search for that. If you do have questions about doing an asset search, you can reach our website, activeintel.com, or schedule a client interview at teleclient.com is our video consulting platform. Be sure to click the like button and the subscribe button to make sure you get updates. We do live videos with question and answers on a regular basis, and you probably want to be around for those.